What's up, everyone? This is your host, Kyle Shao, and this is the second episode of my That's a Rap podcast, and we're going to be covering the Atlanta-born rapper, Playboy Cardi. Today's guest wasn't able to make it for this episode, so my dad volunteered to fill in. Some brief history about this rapper. Um, he became affiliated with the ASAP Mob, a group of New York rappers, producers, etc., in the early 2010s. Around the time he started his rap career, he released a couple of singles that gained lots of attention, some of them even becoming viral, such as Broke Boy and Fetty. He then began to tour and collaborate with some well-known rappers, such as ASAP Ferg and Lil Uzi Vert. He's really known for his catchy and repetitive flows and his signature auto-tune voice. I'm not that big of a Playboy Cardi fan as, let's say, Uzi, but I still appreciate his music. I was first introduced to him around a year ago when I stumbled upon an unreleased song called Kid Cudi. It actually topped the Spotify US Viral 50 chart, which is pretty extraordinary for an unreleased song. I can play it for a bit. So Dad, I know you were introduced to Playboy Cardi a few days ago, so I have a different question for you. Were there any particular rappers you listened to during your youth? I wasn't as much of a listener of, of rap music. I, I kind of liked more kind of upbeat songs. Uh, I was more rock and roll and country. But that being said, I did listen to some of the early groups uh, such as NWA. My brother loved to uh, work out uh, to that, uh, that group, so I was able to, to kind of be introduced to some of the earlier uh, rappers. I mean, I listened to LL Cool J, but I think a lot of folks wouldn't consider that kind of in the same style as, as more of the kind of gangster style rap or I guess trap. So uh, NWA was probably the, the kind of more hard type of music that I listened to, but I, I didn't enjoy it that much, but it was good lifting music. So after listening to Playboy Cardi after a few days, what's, what's been your impression on him? Do you like his music? Do you like the lyrics, the beats? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I, I have really tried to, to listen to as many of the songs as possible and kind of read through the lyrics and try to understand a little bit, try to do a little bit of background research on, on him as, 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 as a person. I even found out that you know, he, he has a child. He's, he's probably kind of dealing with that as well since he's broken up with his uh, girlfriend. Uh, I, I, I do find the songs that I've listened to to be pretty hypnotic. They are very, uh, uh, kind of have, have a kind of strong beat and they really kind of uh, really want to be listened to. So, but, but that being said, um, you listen to the lyrics or I listen to the lyrics and, and uh, it, 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 it is kind of sometimes hard as, as I'm kind of listening and reading through the lyrics, kind of what he's trying to say. But that being said, um, I, I do think he's very talented and um, I don't prefer the the baby style voice as much, uh, Kyle. I, I I tend to like people who sing in their own voice. And um, but but that being said, it seems like it's real popular for him. Yeah. So, Cardi really established himself as a prominent rapper in 2017, after his debut mixtape named after himself. It peaked at six or seven on Billboard. There's 15 songs in total, and I feel this really this mixtape made him what he is today, and was the reason for his success as a rapper. Magnolia and Woke Up Like This 
two of Cardi's most popular songs right now are featured on this album. They, they both made it on Billboard Hot 100. Is there any song that you prefer or stands out on this album? I think a long time. I I, I listen I listened to a lot of the songs uh, and uh, long time was one of the only songs where he still sang, you know about uh, you know women in the in the way they typically do you know thotties and kind of to be used up and um, kind of living a gangster style life but um, the the lyric that kind of uh, really caught my attention is the one where he talked about not wanting to go to graduation because he didn't want to come in last. So that was the only song where you can kind of get a sense that maybe he um, he wasn't like in school, uh, maybe he wasn't doing really well. So it, it's only one of the few songs where you actually hear a little bit of, uh, if not vulnerability, at least him basically kind of admitting that he's not good at everything. So that, that song to me was one where um, I, 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 I kind of uh, appreciated that theme a little bit. It's, good, wanna, it's a good song as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I prefer that song too. Do you want to listen to it for a bit? Yeah, minute? absolutely. Look at my gown, I ain't gonna play. I'd rather die before I come in last. I ain't felt like this in a long time. I ain't felt like this in a long time. I ain't had in a long time. Yeah, uh, this song I, I liked. It's a little less of his mumbling. He enunciates his words so you can hear him clearly. Um, the hook is pretty good. I agree. I mean, I think in that one song, uh, there's this term that he used that I didn't understand what it what it meant. I think it's V-loan. And, uh, you know, I guess that means live alone, die alone. At least that's what I, I read that that's what that means. So. Uh, to the original point, that seems to be one of the songs where maybe his life will be short, you know. Uh, they sing about gang life and and shooting and revenge and uh, a lot of aggression. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's something and understanding that kind of this kind of lifestyle can be pretty short, even though it might be pretty exciting. So, again... Uh, that that's one where I think there's a little bit of introspection and maybe not the over-the-top, I'm going to beat this up, I'm going to get your girl, that girl's a thotty, this girl's a thotty. I mean, this song had that in the lyrics, but this is one where it also seemed like he maybe was lucid enough, clear enough for a few minutes <laughs> where he understood that, you know, the, there, there's some... There's some downsides to maybe this kind of lifestyle as well. Mm -hmm. So in 2018, he released his first debut album titled Die Lit. It peaked at number three on the U.S. Billboard 200, and there was 19 songs in total. Uh, is there any song that you prefer or stands out in this album? Well, let me think about that. But I think when we'd spoken about this a little bit before, talked about the Die Lit, even, <clears throat> even before I kind of read the lyrics of that song, I told you it sounded like what bodybuilders kind of when I used to lift uh, they used to say <clears throat> bury me big so it sounds similar where die lit means that if you're gonna die just make sure you're lit up and you're fired up 
And so, uh, again, that same theme of, uh, you know, living large um, and then dying that way as well, possibly. So, um, but you'd ask me a question. Uh, would R.I.P. be one of those songs or would that be on the first album? Yeah, R.I.P. is on the dialect. Okay, so yeah, I did listen to R.I.P. and I watched the video, which is like video dance fighting. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that that song definitely a lot of aggression, a lot of hype. Like something you said you would use when you're working out. Yeah, definitely something you would use when you're working out. There's a lot of energy. Again, but I always like lyrics. I mean, that's always part of you know when I listen to music. You know, whether it be country or rock and roll or whatever I listen to I also like to see what the artist is trying to say so when I listened to the lyrics or read the lyrics of R.I.P. it was again you know very angry um, there's a lot the, the misogyny or kind of like the contempt of women <laughs> really seems to be part of almost all of his songs and that part of it is is tough for me to listen to I mean I I understand that guys are aggressive, and when um, you know they're becoming men, that they're gonna be pumped up about stuff, and they're gonna want to fight, and they they're attracted to women, or they're attracted to things, and they want to live a big life. But I do kind of have a real hard time when I I hear people talking about you know women kind of as not only just objects, but kind of objects just to be used whatever way that that, that that's kind of hard to listen so I listen to it maybe the music um, in the gym but I certainly wouldn't want that version <laughs> the lyrics are just I don't know I have a hard time with those lyrics I'm, uh, but he writes what he wants to write I guess uh, for me it was Shuta it wasn't really like a hype song like R.I.P it was more laid back and the camera it was Louisy Vert and played by Cardi, so it was a collab. And they just worked really well together. The melody was great, their flows, the way they rhymed, it just was really addictive, kind of like Kid Cudi. Uh, probably one of my favorite songs from both these artists, like regardless of the albums, one of my favorite songs in general for both played by Cardi and Lil Vert. Do you want to listen to R.I.P. or do you want to listen to Shooter or both? Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, we can listen to the R.I.P. first. Okay. Yeah, obviously very, very <laughs> vulgar. Half the song is censored. I can yeah. see. I can see why you didn't really like it. No, I didn't say I didn't like it. Um, I, I I had a lot of difficulty with the the uh, just the, some of those things. Yeah. Actually, you're right. I mean, it was a good song. Things. Definitely not my favorite. It was repetitive. Yeah. No. I, I, if if I could add that, uh, you know, that song you listen to it. I mean, just the probably the first ten lines is about you know taking some somebody else's woman, you know, having whatever way you want with her, and then beating up, you know, the Flacco, which I guess I found out is like a, you know, pretty boy, skinny pretty boy. So it's, it's uh, again, really aggressive. You know, one of the things I will say, Kyle, is that 
I might not understand kind of the lyrics or maybe understand that lifestyle, you know, trap music and, you know, drug houses and, and how trap music evolved, you know, in the South, apparently, in, I guess, in the 90s. But uh, I, I have lived in a lot of places where probably these kind of artists, you know, maybe even lived. I mean, I, I went to school right next to East St. Louis, which was, you know, a very depressed and dangerous town. Um, worked in Southeast DC, Philadelphia, Patterson, New Jersey. So, so it's not for me to say it's right or wrong. Um, having lived in those places, worked in those places, and seen just how rough life can be, uh, I, I can say that I probably can at least have some, some understanding why those lyrics will be so, you know, raw and. Mm -hmm and flat out in your face. And, and one final thing is that some of the music that I listen to, even just like a typical rock and roll, you know, Bon Jovi and other things, they sing about women the same way. I mean, so it might not be all explicit and kind of uh, adult rated and they cut it out, but a lot of those bands, ACDC, Motley Crue, even probably like Def Leppard, which is kind of a little bit more tame rock and roll, they they really did also sing about women the same way. So mm -hmm. so again, who am I to say? I listened yeah. to that as well when I grew up. All right, so Shooter now? Yeah. Like every lyric was on point, every portion of the song was enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, That's, I, yeah. If, if that came on the radio when I was in the car, I, I would, I wouldn't change the station. <laughs> I'd probably turn it up to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, okay. Although both of Cardi's albums are extremely popular, his highest score on Billboard was from a feature song from Drake called "Pain 1993," peaked at four. Uh, in my opinion, I didn't care for this song as much as I did the others. He sang in his baby voice like we heard in Kid Cudi, but some of it was offbeat, and it just didn't blend as well. You know, I, I listened to that, that song as well, and, uh, it, you know, I, it, it, was, it was easy to listen to as well. I, I thought it wasn't bad. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I tend to like when he sings himself. Mm -hmm. I've heard, I know there's a lot of collaboration, you know, with Uzi Vert, and I know that Uzi Vert's also collaborated with other big artists, like, like the Migos, uh, for example, and in this case, you know, Drake collaborating with Playboy Cardi, definitely the two powerhouses, so it, to me, it was, it, again, very easy to listen to, at least from the, <clears throat> the beat, and the tempo, and the vocalization, definitely really catchy, hypnotic, hard to turn off. Uh, but for me, I'd, I'd rather him just put out his own stuff um, without backup, you know, without a posse and just sing sing his way. I, I tend not to like the baby style. So maybe different than you, I, I thought that that, that uh, the Pain song, you know, 
was good, but again, I, I, I probably like to hear him sing by himself. Yeah. Do his own thing. Yeah. So our next topic is Cardi's upcoming album. So he's been teasing Whole Lot of Red, the follow-up to his Die Lit album for almost two years. Mm-hmm. Around five months ago, he dropped Meh, which his fans believed was the first single from his project. Five months later, still no Whole Lot of Red, and his fans have been extremely disappointed. Uh, do you have any ideas on why Cardi still hasn't dropped Whole Lot of Red out there all this time? Well, I, I, I read a little bit of that the news, and it seems like apparently it's, it's supposed to, you know, drop you know on christmas day yeah and and who knows maybe it's the the judah fella eh, and whole other reasons but I, I don't know um i don't know if if uh, playboy cardi writes all his own songs and so uh you know maybe there's some some time kind of rate limiting step where he has to wait for you know the songs to be written or i'm not sure so maybe you can enlighten me on that yeah. but uh it, Two years, I, I guess. If if that becomes your your pattern, I, I would imagine fans will kind of get upset. But again, he's the artist, and he he drops it when he wants to drop it. I mean, people have been waiting for Avatar for I don't know what ten years. Hmm. Maybe uh, maybe that's an exaggeration, but you know, he releases when he wants to release, and if people are ticked off and want to go listen to someone else, that's their prerogative. But you you probably shouldn't promise your fans. Uh, the things that you can't deliver, I think people, they don't like that as well. So I think as long as there's some respect for your fans without having to be like a puppet, you know, for your fans, then then that's that's the way it has to be. I mean, some people just take a long time to, to you know, release things. They're perfectionists, and, and they, it's never quite right. Um, but, you know, they say sometimes perfect is the enemy of, uh, of good. So you try to make it perfect, and then... You never get it done, so hopefully, December twenty fifth, he'll he'll have something and he'll be satisfied mm-hmm. with what can, with what comes out. Yeah, I have a couple of ideas on why he hasn't released. So over the past few years, many of Cardi's songs have been leaked on the internet and they've accumulated millions of streams. So maybe Cardi wants to make new songs, make new songs that are really good and people will enjoy. Another reason is that like. His last album, Die Lit, has been on Billboard for 92 weeks, which is a year and a half. So his fan base has been growing over these past years, rather than some people who don't release music and then they just fall off. He's like kind of the complete opposite. His popularity is not releasing music. So right now he has a net worth of $9 million. So, I mean, he's I would say he's living pretty comfortably if he doesn't want to release a song. Probably doesn't have to release a song for the rest of his life, but I don't think I think it's more kind of like Uzi creating the best album he could, um, making new songs, and yeah, hopefully we'll see it on Christmas. Maybe you won't. He's a young guy. I mean, relatively speaking. I mean, was he in his mid twenties? Yeah. Relatively, you know, young guy. You you watch his videos. He's in shape. so he, he, he kind of is able to, 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 to really match up with the, the persona of what he's trying to sing. If, if he was, was taking five, six years between albums and, you know, you know he's, he's No 30. one does that. I know, just let's say he did. He's 30, 35. A lot of that credibility, you know, his gangster-style credibility, unless he's taking good, 
care of himself. He's going to be a 35, 40 year old rapper, and then people probably will, you know, probably view it like Pitbull when you see him on, you know, Rock and Eve. I mean, he's he used to be like considered just really like a tough, you know, tough bad rapper and like bad in a good sense. But now he's he's older, so yeah. he better he better drop it soon, I guess. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, so around two weeks ago, Mario Judah, who we've talked about, he's a lesser-known rapper and producer. He's also from Atlanta, where Cardi is from. He's been telling his fans that if Playboy Cardi doesn't drop by next week, he would drop himself. And he's one of those, He's a he was definitely a fan of Cardi, so he just wanted him to release the music, so he was kind of trying to bribe him, per se, into releasing music. So not surprisingly, Playboy Cardi didn't release that album. Bribe him or like extort, extort. <laughs> yeah. Now on December sixth, uh, Judah dropped a lead single from his own version of Whole Lot of Red entitled it Be Ya. I don't mean he stole a song directly from Cardi's album. Instead, he was able to impersonate Cardi's signature vocals and flows and make the song himself. It has over three million views on YouTube right now. Actually, I think it was taken down, like accidentally, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, Cardi still hasn't dropped the album, so two days ago, Judah dropped the first part of his version of Whole Lot of Red, and it's been doing pretty well. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I, 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 I listen to all the songs that are kind of on the internet, so I listen to that, is it Bia? Bia. Bia. I listen to Die Very Rough, Rockstar, and Can't Stop Me. It's a troubled person, at least if he's writing his own lyrics. I, th I think I read a review where they basically, someone said that he probably needs some kind of psychiatric eval. Um, very angry, angry lyrics. Well, as it, he's a goth heavy metal, so. Yeah, and in fact, you know, to your point, some of those songs like Rockstar, he, he does sound almost like a death metal, speed metal kind of uh, that voice, so uh, that be a. Uh, I, I can definitely see how he's trying to to mimic Playboy Cardi's voice, in that baby style voice and the lyrics and the subject matter. He also tries to to mirror it. So you know, one of the things I thought is number one, his stuff is just very angry. All his stuff, at least what's out there, and and in a way that's different from Playboy Cardi. So I can't quite figure it out, but it's almost just like nothing but like he's angry at this, he's going to take this from you, he's going to get your girl, he's going to kick your ass, he's going to steal it. I mean, so pretty much every single line is just pure aggression and anger and rage. Do you and, think doing this was like, like a good idea? Do you think it was like petty to copy a rapper's persona and then release an album like his? Or do you think it maybe sparked Playboy Cardi's career a bit? It's a free country, so you can... You can you have free speech and you can do what you want. Um, and in the end, if Playboy Cardi, you know, gets maybe a little angry or you know, you know, a little motivated that people are trying to rip him off, you know, if he's a confident guy, it doesn't matter. Um, if people are imitating you, then they want to be you in a way. So there's going to only be one Playboy Cardi. So I I, I do think. Uh, that it's he could do whatever he wants. The one thing that was interesting is that I believe he was basically 
he being Mario Judah was saying that he was doing some kind of tribute to yeah. Playboy Cardi and so what do you, do a, tri- you, do you a, tri- a tribute is uh, it's uh, I looked at the definition uh, something given you know a gift or service showing respect gratitude or affection that that's what a tribute is uh, you hear country songs and they talk about you know uh, an artist in a tribute and it's typically very respectful when I listen to this his tribute he he says his name in every single song yeah he basically says where the f is mario judah so he wants his name out yeah there. also if you he's on instagram live a lot and he's like screaming like where's the album cardi so i don't think yeah tribute probably is not right word yeah so 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 he should just basically call what it is yeah. he he likes the fame Money. that the Money. playboy cardi has and he wants to have some of it but the reality is there's only one playboy cardi so maybe you know in the future, he'll he'll be his own artist. He'll, he'll do his own stuff. Yeah, but he still ha- he has an extremely unique style. Like if you listen to his previous music, which he did, he's got a great voice. Yeah, like combination of rap and goth heavy metal. He's and he was able to impersonate Playboy Cardi's style, which is extremely different from his own. And I'm sure really hard to do. Right. Very also, talented, if you search on the internet, you learn that he produces his own beats. He writes and records his own songs, all by himself. I think. He also directed the music video for Billy Ya, which is pretty talented. But, I mean, do you want to listen to Billy Ya? I think that's important. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I would say to your point, he is very talented. It's, it's obvious. Again, it's something where uh, if I was working out, lifting, I, some of those songs I definitely would listen to, but I just couldn't have the lyrics. You know, maybe someone's got their <laughs> kids just close by. Yeah. They couldn't be listening to that. But he's well, very, very talented. I use AirPod. Yeah. Something like that. But, yeah, I really like, for some reason, the, uh, it just was an A, kind of a hype song, like R.I.P., and I like the the hook. It's not that many lyrics. His other songs definitely have a lot of depth. And I'm following you. I mean, I, 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 when, I, when, I, when you're talking about depth, when, when I listen to his, his songs and listen to the lyrics, Different. there's like three themes. If, if you got a woman that I want, I'm going to take her. If you have something I want, I'm going to beat you over the head and take it. And if I have something that I want to keep, you're never going to get it. And basically, I am the, I am the king. I'm the T-Rex. You can't mess with me. That's kind of like every song that I've yeah. listened to kind of has those same themes. So I'm not exactly sure about the depth piece of it. It seems pretty much like uh, I'm the king and I'm going to kick your ass, basically. Yeah. Well, let's listen to it for a bit. Okay. You know, I just listening to the whatever the second or third time. Just right now, as you're playing, I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm getting a vision of young kids carrying AK-47s and shooting things. Well, I don't. There weren't any lyrics about guns. I don't think the but beat was amazing. I love the beat for some reason. It is. It's a. It's a. And he produced it himself. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Very talented. Yeah. There's there's no doubt. Seems uh very angry, and uh, 
perhaps a bit Challenged. kind of in need of a little bit of peace and balance <laughs> in his life. Okay. So. Yeah, to wrap it up, uh, listening to Play McCarty's music for the past couple of days, is there like a particular song that was your favorite? Because mine was Shooter. I already played that. Is there any song that... Yeah, I listened to that Magnolia, um, yeah, R.I.P., you know, several others. I didn't, you know, I only had time to listen to so many of them. Again, I think the long time. I, I like some of the other songs just for the listenability, if that's a word. Um, but it was the long time. Lyrically that you... Yeah, so there's, and it's not a lot. It's only just like a little bit. But it's the only one where I could basically find something where there's a little bit of vulnerability. But then he quickly kind of goes back to bodies yeah. and, and drugs. and Yeah, that was a popular song. And, and shorty this and shorty that. So, but, but at the same time, that there was a little bit of vulnerability. And I think that's important because there is a part of it where I feel a lot of these trap artists, if they truly are, you know, gangsters and they're living the drug life, it could be really short. Mm-hmm. So um, it could end really quickly for them so so it's it's good when you hear them maybe it's not good but it's it's you know that they're thinking about that mm-hmm. and, and I, th- I think that that's um it's important so yeah i think we've covered everything we need to talk about uh thank you for being my host dad i appreciate i appreciate you uh kind of even kind of considering me to kind of be part of your podcast so mm-hmm. i appreciate that and uh i'll take your music more seriously and listen to it and, yeah uh, so That's a wrap. All right.